the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. are back you're listening to iron real estate and i would tell you this is almost like a round table um we are trying to get the experts in every single sector that might affect you whether it's real estate which you can talk to me whether it's finances you can talk to ace whether it's new mortgages financing uh legal issues with steven and um dan uh Sater will be on with the the rules about what's affecting your credit scores, and of course, anything that is stressful, how this affects your mental health, we have Sherry Spree. So we've tried to cover everything that we can cover, and we welcome you to join us with some of your thoughts on what's going on or what your fears or questions are, because there's so much information out there, and there's such conflicting information. We're trying to get you and keep up with it every week because it changes by the week. So we'll be with uh, Dan Sater in in one moment, but I have a caller, um, April from Astoria. And April, uh, how are you doing, April? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just have two quick things. Uh, la- I think it was last week or the week before I called up about storage units and companies. If you can't pay, what happens? And I think Steve said, oh, they are not covered the same like uh, renters that you're allowed to be late and you can't be evicted. The laws are completely different. He told me to call up my storage company. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I called one. It's a big one in Long Island City. And they said, oh, well, we do the same as we always do. They go, we allow you to be, if you're two months late, um, after you're late two months, you'll get uh, a letter with very bold print telling you that your third month is coming up and you can't, you cannot miss your third month or the fourth month they can auction your stuff off. So I was really shocked because I thought, you know, like renters and, and commercial and residential, you know, they would allow for some sort of relief, but it's not, it's exactly the way it's been for the past uh, 15, 20 years. So the listeners should know they should call up like um, Steve told me, call up your, storage unit companies and see what their arrangements are because some of them may not have changed at all and people could lose their valuables. Thank you, April, because that's something that's really important to know. And we did not actually, I didn't even think about it until you called. So um, that's really good advice. One of the things about it, you know, when, when you sign a lease, you're a renter. When, when you have a storage unit, you typically it's a license agreement and so, and I know this may sound like semantics, 
but legally it's a very big difference. And the ability, um, you know, for actually the storage company to shut you down because you have a license agreement, um, again, it's much faster. Um, and this, and most people don't, I hate to say read it, but usually this is all outlined in the license agreement um, as well. So when you right, actually sign up. Would, hello? Yeah. yeah, but wouldn't you give this advice before you ask your second question, April? The advice I would tell you is, is take April's advice. If you have things in storage, at least call your storage company up. Find out what their policy is. And if their policy is the same as it always was, um, maybe you could try, and I don't know if you'll be successful or not, but it can't hurt. Maybe you could try to work something out if you're having difficulty paying. It. That's, but thank you, April. That, that is really a very important point to cover. Now, you have a right. second question? Yeah, in the beginning of the program, you had mentioned something about someone showing you, um, uh, it was in Italy, showing you a text they got from a doctor, and a doctor says if you don't want the same thing to happen in your country, you, ha you should do martial law. That's the only way to control it. Well, my husband and I, my husband goes, oh, my gosh, they, people don't understand what can be done in Italy cannot necessarily be done in the United States. Every country, we have a constitution. It's like a contract in a condo or a contract. And what can be done in one contract with one building or a property owner is not what can be done with another. It's like comparing apples and oranges. So if Italy could have martial law, we have many more popular population is much more than Italy. And our constitution is completely different. What they can do in our constitution, it's different. The government does not have the same um, ability and control over the people as, you know, other countries. And people don't understand that. People don't understand it because they don't know history. Like my husband was saying years ago, the cops used to wear leather jackets in the United States. I mean, if you're much older, you might remember that. Cops wore leather jackets. And they changed that because... People who were from, um, you know, with Germany and, and the uh, Third Reich, they all had leather jackets. And they said that it, it bothered certain people too much because it brought back bad memories of the, the military taking over the people. So no longer do cops wear leather jackets. And he said that happened like, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 years ago. Do you remember cops having leather jackets here? No, I don't. But I don't know. But yeah, yeah I don't have that. you. I don't doubt you, but again, this was something that um, her friend, who was a doctor in Italy, said, unless you have martial law, which we don't. And that is why you'll see on the television shows this person went to jail, this pastor went to jail, uh, these people are staying open, they don't really care, um, because we don't, and you don't really want to have a state that's martial law. So it basically, people are trying to adhere to it the best they can. I mean, Stephen, I mean, there's no... Martial law. So if you, but I think at least in New York, our, our governor said, "Listen, I'm I'm not going to arrest somebody for not wearing a mask, but they're going to give fines out. I mean, um, there's no way you can make it martial law, and we don't really want martial law. So we have to do our part." Okay, but listen, so, uh, you're not you're not coming in clearly. So if you have your speakerphone on, April, take it off. Okay, um, go ahead, Stephen. Well, so I was going to say, yeah, our, our, I want to make two points. One, our legal structure is radically different than most countries in the world. 
we're, we're a federalist republic. I know people say, say democracy, but we're actually legally a republic, and we have a federalist structure. So what happens is the federal government has certain rights, and then the states, and then generally it's the states that have what we call the police power to take these kind of steps. So it's very interesting. It's really actually in New York, it's Governor Cuomo who can really set these rules up much more than actually President Trump, interestingly enough. Um, And so our structure is different, and and probably that's the most important thing because we have – 51 constitutions, right? Every 50, every, all the 50 states have their own constitution, and there's the federal constitution. And so what happens is when you have a tremendous checks and balances. So I know at times we get frustrated that maybe the government doesn't get something done. But at that same time, when you have moments like this, it also gives you the ability to push back. But I do want to point out that in certain circumstances, you know, there can be some version. I don't like using the term martial law because that's very specific. But for example, remember when this crisis started, you know, Governor Cuomo did deploy the National Guard around New Rochelle. Um, they, they, I mean, there, you can have some escalation, some things that are different than how we usually operate on a day to day. But we do have, I would say, globally, really the most strongest because fundamentally, the way in which our country is structured, it's rights are from the people then given to government as opposed to government having rights that then they say here's what the people are allowed to have so the philosophy generally speaking between european constitutions and american tend to be the exact opposite true so that's a good point but also the point is it's different in every state because the governors of every state pretty much have that power um so let me ask you a question because you hear so much criticism and i don't really get into the politics because it's I don't think there should be politics now, but of course there is. But so federally, can uh, the president or whether it was Trump or anybody that was in office now, can they overrule like the governors or they're not? Or they can't. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm it, not. It depends. It depends on what the issue is. But, for example, when it comes to the general day to day on when the cities open up. So the decision on when New York City opens up, when counties open up. That's that's a New York issue. That that is not a federal issue. So, um, you know, if there is a decision on when you open up tennis courts and swimming pools and beaches, that's a New York issue. And I agree with you. This has nothing to do with politics and it should not be politicized. But this is a power that the state has. And then what happens when it comes to big cities like New York City, the state gives some of its power to the city um, in that case. Some of the smaller towns don't necessarily have the same power that New York City has as a city. But these are really all New York decisions. You know, it's the federal government that sort of oversees things and coordinates, and they, they're providing aid, um, and then and there are agreements back and forth. But it's really the states that should and are empowered to lead the show on these things. Okay, and I, I and I, I apologize, Dan. Just two seconds. I just have a question. I read this other article that said Florida is going to start to relaunch vacation rentals, but it says not to New Yorkers, and it says that they've taken steps to restart vacation rentals in the state, although visiting New Yorkers will not be welcome. 
And Governor Ron DeSantis announced that individual counties in the state can submit plans for relaunching this new, you know, the short-term rental program. And, and now this order is not an immediate go-ahead to start renting out short-term properties. But can they do that? Can they say, well, because I, I know, I, I think the beaches are now open in the city, but a couple of days ago I, I, I heard the mayor say the beaches in the New York City will be closed, but go to Long Island. Um, you know, as long as everything is open up to do whatever you want, wouldn't people then just go to different states where they can get different things done? I mean, can 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 I mean, how can they even enforce that? Can they, can a state say, well, we're going to open up uh, rentals again, but we don't want New Yorkers to be renting? Can they do that, or is that legal? Um, so I, I do not believe that it is legal. Um, yeah. I believe it's completely unconstitutional. Where one country, you cannot have a checkpoint at your state border and say, you know, yes to New Jersey, no to New York. Pick whatever states you want. Now, can, so I don't believe sexual law, if it was ever litigated, you know, would survive. Um, you know, for that. and that's something where, that's a great example of a state law that would actually be fought in the federal courts, right? So the states could control that decision, but then what happened is the Constitution, the federal Constitution overruled them. I do think they could pass a law that says, look, if you don't meet certain health standards, like, for example, we're going to check if you have a temperature or things like that, that they can do, but they can't base it on are you a New Yorker or not a New Yorker. They just have to have the same test across the board. Um, you know, they could pass a rule that says if any, you know, because of the unusual circumstances and the contagion, if you're we could ban short-term rentals, that they could do if they want. But it, again, have, they'd have to ban somebody both from Tallahassee and from New York, th things like that. So they have to write the law in a constitutional well, way. All I can say is have fun everybody suing each other because, you know, there's only, <laughs> I mean, this whole thing is like, oh, yeah, this one's going to sue and this group is going to sue and that group is going to sue. And at the end of the day, let's hold on to the, whole premise that the most important thing is that we try to keep ourselves safe and healthy and we control the deaths and uh, the politics of it all. You know, they had said something a while ago, Steve, that said, um, you know, you have to quarantine for 14 days if you come from New York. And I said, well, that's great, but how are they going to enforce it? They really can't. So I think we all have to just do our part, our individual part on helping. And that's how this will continue to numbers will continue to go down even though i hear in some states are going up but but we just have to do our part because it's very I, we've never dealt with anything like this it's almost unfair to think that anybody can deal with a situation that we've had and do it perfectly because we've never dealt with it so i think that we should give everyone a little slack and give the politicians a little slack because it happened so quickly and everyone's trying to i believe do their best Okay, and with that, I, I also want to uh, have say happy Memorial Day weekend, Dan. And Dan Sater is with us, and you know he's nationally recognized uh, credit credit coach for the credit repair industry. Um, you uh, have some information about credit ratings, Dan. Memorial so have weekend to you too, Dottie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> We're planning a 
uh, I don't know what everyone's doing. We're just planning a few small get-togethers with a few people and family, and that's about it. But you know what? I uh, Mother's Day saw my daughter and my granddaughter and my sister, and I was just so happy to see them since, you know, we've been pretty isolated. So, um, you know, you appreciate the smaller things in life that we take for granted sometimes. Yeah, we weren't meant for isolation. Uh, but getting back to the credit, uh, one of the things that i got to emphasize right off the bat of the importance of checking your credit, especially during this uh, pandemic, um, the good news is that, you know, most people now know about uh, annualcreditreport.com, where once a year you can get a free credit report. Well, now, because of this pandemic, they can get a free credit report each and every week. So it pays for people to pull it, to check for errors, to check for things that aren't there, or to check for things that shouldn't be reporting the way they may be reporting uh, because when they wrote this CARES Act, there were no real instructions on how everybody should be reporting things. And the Credit Bureau and their uh, trade association kind of left it up to everybody. They gave a kind of general thing where people should, uh, they should be willing to make an arrangement and an accommodation for people, but they didn't spell out what that should be. So it's very important to check your credit and you can now pull that anytime you want. So it's real important to get that just to see what's on there or if anything has changed since the last time you looked. Okay, so is it possible, Dan, because as uh, earlier in the show, Ace was talking about that initially if you took uh, a mortgage forbearance and if we were talking that most of the people that took it really didn't need it, that it would affect your credit. Now, Ace said last week or a couple of days ago, Ace, I think you said that if you pay the mortgage on time, it won't affect your credit. Um, well, even it, though, but now I'm afraid that maybe, you know, there's so much conflicting information that all these clerks and people that have to do all this might make a mistake on reporting it. So well, I think. That's ex yeah, that's exactly what, what can happen and has been happening. I've talked to a number of people on. They say they're people. They're reporting that they're they're they've missed payments. Uh, the CARES Act is kind of specific in that area. If you're current, before you went into this pandemic, uh, any arrangement you have, as long as you keep your part of the agreement, must be reported as current. However, if you were delinquent as you went into it and made an arrangement, it will continue to be reported as delinquent until you bring it current. So that's an important distinction. And this goes on for, uh, I believe the relief is for six months, from March uh, 1st or 31st, I forget which date it was. But um, it's a six-month uh, term that, that you have to have this. Okay, but let me just qualify something, because I, I think two weeks ago probably we talked about that if you took a forbearance, there would be some notation on your credit somewhere, okay? They right. might, yes. Okay, they might put CV, coronavirus, or something, but there would be something on. It. Now, I think AC, you saying that it shouldn't be at all on your credit if you pay it. No, it'll still be on your credit report, but if you pay it, then the banks will look at it, and it won't affect you in terms of getting a mortgage um, down the line. You know, so. Um, it'll still be on your credit, but you but you can still show the bank that you've been paying your payments, and that's going to be a big difference um, okay. when looking at your ability to get a loan. 
So, Dan, when we come back from the break, maybe you can tell us what 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 people should, what credit companies people should check. We'll be right back. 866-970-9600. Right back. That's the break. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. This pandemic has been very tough on all of us. It's put a strain on our health, our psychological well-being, our finances and families. It's also brought out some of the best in people. We have seen countless examples of businesses and individuals going above and beyond the call of duty to selflessly help their neighbors. If you know someone who fits the bill, let us know. Tell us their stories. Tell us who deserves to be recognized. And we just might feature them on our show. Leave Frankie Five Burrows a message. 816-8-MORANO 816-866-7266 Tell us which everyday hero deserves some special recognition. You can also reach us online at am970theanswer.com Want more? AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com Source Farmhouse Brewery presents their first annual homebrew competition, collaborating with me and my show, Algatulo's Craft Beer Cast. The winner will get to work with pro brewers and brew their recipe at The Source. They'll also work with Source's design and marketing teams to label their beer and receive the official Source Homebrew Competition Trophy. Free to enter, register online at am970theanswer.com. Entries are due May 31st. Judging will be done July 5th through August 2nd. We are choosing the best of the best to be brewed at the source. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five star. Your digital presence is accurate and you're everywhere. Oh wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com surroundnewyork.com connecting you with new customers it's i on real estate got a question call 866-970-9622 here's douglas elements ceo Dottie herman okay so there, we're, we're, you know, broadly discussing how all of these things, you know, if you're taking advantage of some of the things affect your credit. And uh, Dan, who is a credit coach, says that you should check your credit weekly. 
And look, that's very aggressive. So for those of you who are like me, don't check it weekly. Like make it maybe a, a goal of monthly or every other month because what do they tell you? Credit rules and, you know, you know, it's not only for homes. It, it will help you with mortgage rates. It'll help you with car payments. It'll help you with everything. So your credit scores are very important. And yeah, while you're, you know, and so, Dan, where should they check? I know there's okay. three or four. Yeah, well, the, probably right now, because this is being offered to the public uh, at annualcreditreport.com. That was mandated by law that the bureaus have to offer you the credit reports for free. And they're offering it free each week. You don't have to take it each week, but it's there. So if you want to pull it uh, on a, you know, every couple of weeks or a month or whatever, at least you can pull it and check uh, for free, exactly what it is. And that's at annualcreditreport.com. Okay, so Dan, if you went, and that's really great to know, so it's free, and, you know, it doesn't take long to just go on that. Now, if you're looking at your report and you see something that doesn't, or you don't think, or you're not sure belongs there, then how would they get in touch with you? Okay, well, the best way to get in touch with me is at creditguy.com. At yahoo.com. Creditguy at yahoo.com. And I would suggest, because I have a funny feeling, I hope I'm wrong, but I have a funny feeling that there's going to be a lot of mistakes. <laughs> because, as again, <laughs> this just came on. Okay, everyone tried to react and do what they thought to do right at the moment, and they didn't have time to really think it all through. So, naturally, there's going to be mistakes. And it is part of your responsibility to make sure that you, if you have the tools to check, that you check. If you go back to when we had the um, financial crisis and people took mortgages out with no money down and they took mortgages that they couldn't afford and they said that the banks didn't explain it to them. Well, maybe so, but we all have a responsibility ourselves too to really read contracts. Now, I myself, when it's a very long contract, sometimes we'll just sign it, which is really bad. You should consult an attorney. You should not sign something you haven't read because, especially now, I just think there's going to be so many different mistakes and your credit's important. So you should really check it. And, and then you can give Dan a call if you see anything that you don't understand um, or you don't know why it's on there. And I, and I do think you should be doing it for a while because this is going to go on for a while, I would imagine. Um, and I, I just think there's going to be a whole bunch of lawsuits. I think there's going to be a whole bunch of credit mistakes. And not to point fingers at anyone because I think everyone's just trying to do the very best they can. And when something hits you that fast, you sometimes really don't have time to really think through every single bit of it. Okay. So that's what I think. And Sherry, um, is that helpful for you to tell your clients to do? So this way they can be feel more in control of what's going on? I might have lost Sherry. So, okay. Well, yeah, and then, I, I Daddy, yeah. what did you say? I said that, you know, that Dan said you could free now. You can check your credit every week for free. Um, right. And that you should. There's going to be a lot of mistakes because everything happens so quickly and, the, and everything's changing day to day. So, it's, I think, will make you feel better if you, because you can only control what you can control. But now if they're giving you a vehicle that you can at least know what your credit is and if somebody made a mistake on it or maybe you paid the payments. Um, 
and it's, it's showing that you didn't pay the payments, um, you can at least be in control of making sure your credit is right. And uh, if you have any problems, you can get a hold of Dan and he'll go through it with you. He'll explain it to you. He'll make sure it's not a mistake. And if it's not a mistake, he'll tell you if it is, he'll be able to help you fix it. So I think that's because it's as, very as, helpful. Yeah, as stressful as things are, as I said, you can only control what you control. <laughs> Right. And that's the best you can do. Okay. You can't, you know, you know, and I, I always say, you know, you, you, you know, there's risk in living. Okay. So yeah. you have to, you have to have some risk, but we can control more than you think. And, and, and what's out of our control and that we have no way to control, then you just have to pray to the God above. Um, I also was reading that the new air, or you know, because now I have a lot of people are very stressed about taking airlines now. I'm sure that you've heard that, Sherry. Um, I oh, know absolutely. Okay, so they say airline travel will be fewer flights, more layovers, so you know there won't be as many direct flights, and they said that. Taking off, they might require passengers in U.S. to wear masks for the entire flight. Um, at least uh, the CEO of Frontier Airlines said, if someone is uncompliant, we will absolutely divert an airplane. And some airlines are saying that the middle seat can be open if you pay extra. You don't have to sit close to anyone. Um, they're charging extra money for that. Some flights... Uh, flights need to be 77% full for an airline to break even. So what they're doing is they're cutting their flights down so that more people will have to, you know, be on a flight. They're doing temperature checks in some airlines. Uh, now, the biggest fear that people have, from what I'm reading, is the bathrooms. Airlines have started cleaning planes more thoroughly. Well, that's good because they really weren't very clean that I remember. Um, they were pretty dirty. So um, that's a good thing that comes out of the virus that they're cleaning. But I, I see that uh, the biggest fear in any place are going to be the bathrooms because it's a small space. It's confined. Um, you know, somebody uses it. I mean, uh, who's there to wipe it? Uh, who's, you know, that's people's biggest fear that I'm reading is bathrooms any place, even in restaurants. So maybe they'll have to go back to the days where they had those people staying in the bathrooms and uh, cleaning up after somebody went. I don't know. But that seems to be what people are fearful about using a bathroom um, because. Right, especially when they're single bathrooms. It's not where, you know, the communal bathrooms are easier to do that. So I guess we'll have to see how that plays out when they start right. opening restaurants. Um, and again, I tell everybody uh, that really it's up to the consumer. If the consumer doesn't feel safe, they're not. Well, I don't want to say they're not. Some will. Some will just say the heck with it. But most people, if they don't feel safe, are not going to go to this re a restaurant or a store. Uh, they're just not going to go if they don't feel safe. So it's important to feel safe. And um, that's going to be, and that's a monumental task. And it's also really, I worry about this because it's also a burden on, I mean, financially on the businesses to really 
have social distancing. They have to have half of the you know capacity. They have to have extra people cleaning things. It's it's really going to be a difficult thing. Um, it's going to be very hard. And, and actually, some businesses even have decided not to open when they're going to get the green light to open because it's economically not going to be worth it. I mean, I read somewhere that Danny Meyer is keeping his restaurants closed for a year. Yeah, we, we, we really don't know. And so that's kind of the stress part of what's going on now. There's there's so many uncertainties. Um, and as I said, you know, I think it was great to give uh, small businesses some money so that they can, you know, hire their employees back. But, you know, I also have friends that say, yeah, but my business has been closed for three months. If I hire all my employees back, I don't have the business. I have to really start up the business again. And I don't know how many people are going to come initially. So there's a lot of kind of caveats in, in there that, you know, people didn't plan for. As we had a person call earlier from Jersey City who said he's a landlord. And he said, well, you know, you're helping out all the renters. But what about the landlords? And not every landlord is a billionaire tycoon. Some of these are small landlords and, you know, they have a few properties and they're they don't really have a program for them and so they have mortgages to pay and they have you know they have taxes and things of that nature so you know we we really think that uh you know as this plays out i think they'll just try to come up with more things i don't know uh i kind of am past when i say past i obviously want hopefully everyone to be safe and no one that i hope should get sick or or die but but I'm, pa- I'm, I'm looking past that, and I'm saying to myself, okay, so what does this look like when we come out of this? And I'm not sure that we come out of it 100% when there's no cases, but as we open up, how does this pan out? What are your thoughts on that, guys? I'm just curious. So, you know, many of the states are really opening up in baby steps to sort of test the waters. Um, you know, Cuomo was doing the phases uh, to watch the numbers to make sure that we don't have spikes. Um, and I think that that's a good thing. So it's not going to be, okay, everything's open right now. Um, but but, but, but it, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. But they tell you once they open up, they anticipate another, uh, they anticipate there to be more deaths again. I mean, they say that. But they have to open up because we won't have an economy left. So I know we have a break coming up. I'm curious to see what Steve, Ace, and Dan, and what your feelings are. How does this kind of, what do you think it's going to look like? Do I think we're going to sell houses? Yes. I think people still need places to live. Um, um, Pricing, we'll have to see what comes on the market, but I'll keep you posted on that. We'll be right back with everyone. And if you have a thought on what you think this is going to look like when we, as we start to come out of it, please call us at 866-970-9622. We'll be right back. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. 
I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Are you or your parents' assets protected from nursing home bills? Did you know these bills can exceed $15,000 a month? People work their entire lives to live comfortably in retirement, to leave their hard-earned dollars to loved ones or charities of their choice. But when people become ill and need to go into a nursing home or receive home care, the bills can drain your assets, leaving many people bankrupt. The good news is that you can prevent that from happening if you plan in advance. You can keep your control and your choice over your assets. Connors & Sullivan's lawyers can customize a plan that's specifically protects your interests including your home schedule a free initial comprehensive telephone consultation with mike connors to discuss your issues and concerns from the security of your home 718-238-6500 718-238-6500 you can also visit them at connorsandsullivan.com don't let nursing home bills take your life savings and leave you and your loved ones bankrupt mike connors can take you through the process by telephone and start a plan designed for you today right now buy one get one free pricing on my pillows giza dream sheets my pillow towels roll and go anywhere pillows duvet covers giza pillowcases bolster pillows and neck pillows just go to radio listener specials page on mypillow.com please and use the promo code am970 or call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 if you order mike's book your entire my pillow order will ship for free plus he will give you a $25 gift card for your next purchase don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one get one free on pillows sheets duvets and more from my pillow call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 or go to the radio listener specials page at mypillow.com promo code am970 It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. And before the break, we were talking about how we see this opening up as, you know, what this is all going to look like. I just had a, a text message that said, this is such a strange way to start our summer. And I think we have a couple of callers, so I just want to take those questions uh, before we finish the subject. Or we're not going to finish the subject. It's ongoing, but we'll start. Uh, do we have uh, Joe in Manhattan? Is he on the line? Hello, Daddy. Hello, Joe. Happy Memorial Day. A, a, a few quick things. One, when I heard you talk about the airlines, I wasn't sure if I was listening to Daddy Herman or Valerie Delia or Pauline Fromm or the travel shows. Anyway... <laughs> But it was, I figured we could all use a laugh at this point. We do. But we I do. Also, we a sense of I, also want, I also wanted to state that um, I read in the newspaper, the, the Daily News uh, earlier this week, that the um, 
courts are going to begin opening virtual for divorce and such like that. But also, I'm going to say that I think a lot more people are getting divorced now that they were stuck together for too much. But anyway, uh, the point is, is that um, eventually the courts, the housing land on the tenant courts, they'll probably be open within a month. Wouldn't you say, Dottie, the people who will be receive the reprieve from eviction or foreclosure, that's going to start loosening up quite soon. Well, I don't want to predict how long they'll open. I mean, I, I, I would imagine they'll start to open soon. I mean, Steve, you might know that answer better, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's about right. I, I think the expectation, the way things are going, courts have been opening up. Um, some have been including uh, virtual conferences for certain types of uh, meetings. Um, and, and I would say at the rate they're going, I would say it's a good guesstimate that the housing courts will open up in, in June. I would say probably towards the end of June, but I would say that would be the best estimation at the moment. And, uh, Dottie, when I called you, Dottie? Yes? When I called you a while ago about the American veteran who was facing eviction and everything was suspended because of the, uh, of the pandemic, what I wanted to say was I'll reiterate. If you and your, and your legal um, associate, if you wanted to uh, be at the negotiation as either advisor, consul, a consultation, or just as an observer, you and yours, your presence would be most appreciated. Because I have to tell you something, people cannot forget the day after tomorrow is American Memorial Day. And people forget it's just, a, they need, it's just an excuse to spend money. But the point is, it's American federal holiday honoring remembering accolading and respecting american military members who died to protect the rest of the world and we should never forget that because we thank could you. not be free without that thank you joe that is so so true and important and if you can leave me the information on how to get involved with that if you leave me even your number i can call you and you can let me know that would be because wonderful Dottie, because uh you know, you have to say not, not all lawyers are as decent as your lawyers on the show. And when you're dealing with slum owners, you know, the lawyers that represent them can be just as low. But anyway, be safe, everybody, and God bless. And we uh, tribute to all of the veterans that made our country safer. I think I have another quick question from Henry. Is there Henry in New York? Are you still on the line? Yes, there is. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hello. I, you, you were recommending annual credit report, and I went online there, and they charge a dollar, which is a dollar. But then you have to give your credit card number toward a, an annual fee of 20, about $29 per month. Okay. Uh, let cancel. me in, in, interject here. Yes. That, well, that, that, first of all, that's not annualcreditreport.com. Uh, that's uh, another company, a private company, because you went on the search rather than typing in uh, the the thing directly into the uh, top bar uh, for annualcreditreport.com. If if they gave you a whole bunch of choices, they put annual credit report on the top, but if you look be right below that line, it has a different name on it. You want to go to annualcreditreport.com and type that in, not into the search bar, but into the uh, uh, web bar. And you type that in, and it'll take you right to it. They don't charge a dollar, and there's no credit oh. card. So annualcreditreport.com. Not on the search bar. Yeah, don't type it in the search bar because you'll get all searches. And a couple of these smart <clears throat> Alec uh, companies uh, put annual credit report 
on the top bar where in the blue or whatever it is. And yeah, people say, oh, that must be it. And they click it, and they say, it's just a dollar. And they said, ah, okay, it's a dollar, big deal. And then they find out they're signing up for a monitoring service. That's right, so, that's right. So AndrewCreditReport.com, below the bar, I understand that. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for all you well, do. Thank you, Henry, for the, the question so that we'll all make sure. Give that again, Dan, and we'll put that on our links so that people yeah, know. On the AnnualCreditReport.com, you never put it into the search um, uh, bar. Because that will just bring up everything that's related to credit reports. And there's a lot of companies that will try to misdirect you into going onto their sites. Uh, you'll know it by getting a whole bunch of different types of companies listed, just like you do on any search you might make. But into the, uh, I, I forget what it's called, but the, the uh, uh, not the search bar, but the actual uh, bar where you put down the exact a company that you're looking for, um, annualcreditreport.com, that'll take you to the site directly. You won't have to click on something else. So okay. that's how you know so the remember, difference. if you get a company that's asking for money, it's the wrong one. And you right. can uh, <laughs> get, a, you get a hold of Dan. He'll give it to you, and we'll leave it on our uh, site. Now, we have a few minutes left, okay, because time goes quickly when you are, I mean, so many things that we're talking about that are so interesting. But right before we had the callers, we said, just curiosity, because no one does really know. What do we see? What do you see, uh, Ace? What do you see, Stephen uh, or Dan? What do you see? How do you see this opening up? Well, basically, what's going to happen is that there's going to be a number of people that get damaged for a number of reasons. You know, before you mentioned something about that people that don't need it have, you know, taken uh, uh, deferments or whatever on their accounts. Understand that all the, the credit bureaus and all the lenders are watching your behavior during this time. This is a great experiment for them. They want to see your uh, the consumer behavior because they want to see who's on the edge, who can handle their finances, and they want to see if you lost your job. Do you have enough cash in reserve to pay your bills? Um, they want to see how fragile people are because the people that take a lot of these things, they're going to look at them as a higher risk. Now, they're not talking about that, but that's exactly what they're doing. They're watching this very carefully. So if you can afford to, you're better off paying the accounts each and every month and not taking the benefit of postponing it. And if you postpone things like in forbearance, you still owe the balance. The interest is going to continue. And if it goes on for a long enough time, it may negatively affect your credit scores because you're going to have a larger balance and the ratios may change. Uh, one of the things I just wanted to point out about the natural disasters, because this notation gives a lot of people a false feeling that they're going to be protected. Well, they actually are under the Vantage scoring model. It will not score those uh, if it's labeled that it's a natural disaster or a, a national emergency. But on the FICO system, it will not protect your credit scores. So anything that's reported that's negative will affect your scores. So you've got to be uh, aware that it doesn't really protect you uh, under those circumstances. The last thing I wanted to throw out is that scammers are everywhere. Um, 
You know, they're going to pretend to be your bank, your government, your lenders. They're going to ask you for your Social Security number. Um, banks will never do that. But they're going to try to get your passwords and your personal information, which will really damage your credit if these people grab a hold of these things. So you've got to be what's a little your, bit more what's vigilant. What's your recommendation? Don't, don't give out anything online without calling your bank or calling yeah, someone. That, that's right. If, if you're going to give out anything, you call your bank. You don't have your bank call you. They're not going to call you and ask for your personal information. Now, if you call into them, they may ask, you know, what's the last four digits of your social. But if they call you, you should consider the warning if they ask for any personal information that can be used against you. Okay, let me ask you guys one other question. You know, with everyone ordering online, and I think that's going to continue. I think we all got so used to ordering everything online because there's nothing open. Um, now you have to put credit cards in and all that information. How safe is that? Well, that depends if you're doing it on a site that, that you know. Again, if you get an email from, uh, who, you know, Amazon, you've right. got to be a little careful. Um, they, they, these scammers will send something, and they'll use all the logos and everything else for a particular company. But what you have to do is on an email, you have to hold your mouse over the area where they have their email address, and see if it does say, like in the case of Amazon, Amazon.com. If it says Amazon.xyzlp.org or, or .or or .co or .anything, it's a scam. And please listen, be very careful because there are so many scams. You need to read the email exactly. Um, now, I would like to end this on a high note. First of all, to all of the veterans that are here and alive and that are not, to all that they've done for us, let's not forget, okay, this is their holiday and let's just salute them and say a prayer for them because that's why our country is the USA. And may all of you do the best that you can on having a Memorial Day weekend that'll probably not be for, that'll be for not forgettable. Um, That's for sure. I also have good news. I just got a, a notification that Long Island may be opening next week. Yeah. Well, that's great. So everyone, have the best Memorial Day you can, and we'll be back next week. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate. Have a great weekend. Bye now. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.